0: Hey, y'all. Hey, it's Shanice.
1: It's Mookayla.
0: And you are listening to the Straight Like That podcast, a faith-based podcast where we give y'all the tea on Christ. Ah. So today's episode, we are going to be sharing the gospel with you. It's important. So we're going to be telling you about who Jesus is, what he did, and how you can begin to grow a relationship with Jesus Christ. We're going to give y'all a little bit of it the tea of course on the gospel who just is we got our notes ready we, we have to, to have a lot things. of notes ready for this one. yeah <laughs> i am so nervous for this episode like it's crazy. but anyways same nervous in a good way in a good way because like i want to make this like the best episode that we've recorded so far because it's just so important to us you know and we want to make this very clear and coherent for everybody listening we don't want to be confusing we don't want to any type of contradictions, we don't need any of that. And the Bible doesn't contradict itself. So we want to make sure that we are being good representations for what we believe in, in which why we put our faith in the gospel. So, yeah, that's why I'm nervous. Not because I don't want to share the gospel, because I will. (laughs) And will. But with a bonus. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, let's just jump right into it. So I'm going to go ahead and go over who Jesus is. Jesus is pretty much, he is, God in the flesh. He is God in human form. Um, he was born in Bethlehem, Judea, and he did live in Egypt for a time because they had to flee to Egypt, because the king was trying to kill him, and that's a whole other situation. They was
1: really trying to get them through their...
0: Yes, they was trying to stop. They was trying to stop Jesus. Um, and they ended up returning to Nazareth when Jesus was a little bit older, and that's how he got, like, Jesus the Nazarene. So, that's why people refer to him as a Nazarene. <coughs> he dwelt in Capernaum, Galilee for a time, and then the rest is history. So, that's just a little bit of background on, like, his childhood, where he grew up. Um, his father, Joseph, and his mother was Mary. And an angel from God gave him the name Emmanuel. And
1: Which means God was... With-
0: Yes, thank you. So the rest is history and the rest is the start of this ministry. Um, and yeah, so circling back around, Jesus is God in the flesh. He did the will of the Father in heaven. And Hebrews 1.3 says the Son is the reflection of the Father's glory, the exact representation of the Father's being. And a couple, just to list a couple of things that Jesus did, He forgave people, of course, (laughs) he healed, he performed signs and miracles, he prophesied, he exercised all of the gifts of the Spirit, and of course he preached the gospel, he preached its importance, and he called everyone to live a life of holiness and righteousness. Um, And along with preaching, he also discipled people on how to live holy and righteous lives. And that's why we're here. So. (laughs) Now we're going to go ahead and get into some things that um, we are called to do in order to begin this righteous and holy life. So, okay, let's go ahead and and take us through that.
1: (laughs) Okay, so the gospel is basically something that all Christians, everybody who follows Christ, is taking a part in to share basically before you leave this earth or just in the time that It's always a time to spread the gospel. So anywhere that you go um So I'm going to jump right into scripture. So the first scripture that I'm going to read is from Romans 10 8 to 18 and it says but what does it say the word is near you It is in your mouth and in your heart That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame, for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet to those who bring good news. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Of course they did. Their voice has gone out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Period. Stripping the
1: word. So, it's just basically telling us, you got to profess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you have to believe in your heart. Not just simply say it, but you have to believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, and accept him into your life, and, you know, I'm saying and a lot, but...
0: Just be willing to submit yeah. to Him. Yeah, be yeah. willing to submit to Him. Um, and it tells us in James 4, 7, submit, submit yourself <laughs> to the Lord and resist all evil. Um, so yes, that's a very important thing is opening up your heart to Jesus Christ, accepting Him into your life. And I promise y'all, I promise y'all, y'all will not regret it. A lot of people do not, Follow Jesus, I feel like because they have not um really given him the chance. They haven't really given him the chance to reveal himself, they haven't given him uh time and energy or put any effort into really knowing who he is and why he is worthy of praise, why he is worthy of worship. Um, so a lot of people they never really take that time out of their day to give him a chance. To experience his goodness um, and now would be a good time to talk about what happens after you accept Jesus into your life and I'm gonna just go over this um, so after you accept Jesus into your life the Holy Spirit which is the Spirit of God he comes to live inside of us and he is an advocate in the Bible he's described as an advocate He's described as a comforter. He gives us guidance. He gives us strength. He gives us power. He gives us boldness. Um, And, of course, we are called to walk in the spirit and to not walk by the desires of our flesh, not to be led and guided by the desires of our flesh, which, of course, are sinful, which lead us into sin. Um, But to desire the... Sorry. (laughs) But to be guided by the desires of the Spirit, to be guided by what the Holy Spirit wants us to do, what God is calling us to do instead of our own fleshly desires. So, <laughs> Um, yes, Galatians five sixteen says, so I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit and the Spirit what is contrary to to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So, that's a pretty good verse just to keep into consideration. Um, And along with what happens after we accept Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit into our life, then we are supposed to then like walk by faith. We are supposed to walk by faith that God is with us. And of course, faith comes through hearing because without hearing the gospel, you wouldn't have faith. You wouldn't know who he is. You wouldn't know what he does for you. You wouldn't know his love because no one ever proclaimed it. No one ever declared the goodness of Jesus Christ. So, of course, faith comes through hearing. So that is also what we're called to walk by and walk in is faith. Um, so, yeah. And another verse that we wanted to go over was 1 Corinthians 3, 5-9 through is about watering the seed that um, maybe someone else has planted inside of you with the gospel. So let's say somebody else told you the gospel um, and it probably took you a minute to really consider the gospel, really consider giving your life to Jesus Christ or maybe you just instantly surrendered and you instantly submitted yourself to the Lord, which is a really good thing also. So let's say that you did that, but now you don't know what to do to water that seed. Now you are responsible for growing your relationship with Christ. You have to get into your word. This book right here is food for the soul. The Bible is food for the soul. Um, It helps you to grow in Christ. It has everything that you need inside of here. Any question that you have about God, about Jesus is inside of this book. Now it just takes time and effort to really spend that time with God. So yes, that is how you water the seed. Maybe watching sermons, getting in fellowship, that helps also, so, yeah. <laughs>
1: 34 to 38, it says, Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, The Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. So, with that being said, basically, when it comes to being a disciple, it tells you to pick up your cross and deny yourself. Basically, what that is telling us is when you pick up your cross, you pick up everything that God is intending for you to pick up. Like, that means following him like completely in everything that you do like there's also something that's called lukewarm lukewarm is like when you're half and half like you like i want to follow god but then again i still got some stuff that i want to do i still got some stuff left to do and that basically that's what lukewarmness is it's like you're half and half you can't really tell like you're not you're not fully walking in the world but you're not fully walking with god and either way it is god tells us if we want to follow him we have to follow him As a whole, not halfway. So, denying yourself and picking up your cross is basically like humbling yourself. Those that are humble will be exalted. And those who exalt themselves will be humble. So, basically just denying yourself is like, it's bigger than me. Like, I'm going to let God use me. It's not all about me. It's not me doing everything in my life. Knowing that you're not the reason that you're waking up in the morning. Knowing that you're not the reason that your family is protected. You're not the reason for anything. Just knowing that God is the reason for everything and fully following him and submitting to his will and just allowing him to really work in your life and stuff. So basically just denying yourself and picking up your cross all in all. It's just following God in everything that you do, whether that comes from what you listen to, what you see, what you watch, what you say. Just making sure that Jesus comes around in full circle for you, so yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good
1: one. <laughs> And then um, also in Matthew 6.33, it tells us to seek first the kingdom and its righteousness and let everything add, be added to us. So just know for a fact if you seek in God, and because I know a lot of people when they seek in God, they be like, this isn't happening, or this don't look like it's happening, or why is this happening? Just know that if you seek the kingdom, and it, all of its righteousness, everything that is meant for you, you will get it. All you have to do is just once again deny yourself, pick up that cross, and you. I'm not going to say it'll be easy because it's never a walk in the park. It's literally, there are definitely going to be moments where you want to throw in a towel and just be done. But in, at the end of the day, it's really it's really all worth it. So Yeah, it is. I'm gonna pass the torch back.
0: <laughs> Alright. So <laughs> now we're gonna touch on repentance and the importance of repentance and why it is necessary. It is necessary, it's not it's not optional, it's mandatory. So repentance is pretty much giving away. All of your sinful desires you're turning away from it you're doing a 180 from sin and you're facing holiness you're facing righteousness that is the goal set out for you so instead of like let's say before you came to Christ right because when you come to Christ you're a new creation so before you came to Christ you're living in sin we were all living in sin before we come to Christ You have sinful desires and you practice sin. We are all sinners. Okay? So, in order to (laughs) repent, you stop doing the sinful practices and you leave them behind you. And you turn to what will make you holy and righteous. You follow Jesus Christ. You follow his commands. And following his commands are also very, very important because... Oh, and another thing, the Ten Commandments are not the only commands in the Bible. (laughs) That's a common misconception, that you only have to obey your father and mother. Don't steal, don't kill, don't, don't do none of that. Like, no, the Ten Commandments are not the only commandments in the Bible. But in order for you to get to know what they are, it's good that you get into your Bible and that you begin to read the Word and fill up your knowledge on what God is requiring from his children. So, he says in John... 1415, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. None of God's commandments require us to sin. They are only for us to live righteous, pure, and holy lives. They are only for the good. They only bring the good out of people, and they only help people. They only help us. They only help our spirits, and they help us to grow in Christ. Um, Another thing about repentance would be... Revelation 3.19, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. So God, rebuke means to correct. You're correcting something. Um, And those that he disciplines, he wants you to get into a routine of doing what is good. Repenting, it's not just stopping something for a minute and then you go back to it thinking that it's okay because oh I'll stop for this amount of time no repenting is a continuous thing you have to continuously kill your flesh you have to continuously get rid of you have to try to what is the word I'm looking for not desire or not feed into what you desire that you know God is not calling you into that you know God is calling you out of if that makes sense so just turning from evil ways is very very important and Jesus said repent he said in hey Mark repent for the kingdom of God is at hand it is near you want to be ready so yeah <laughs> so
1: I'm about to give y'all kind of an earful cause I'm trying to make sure that this episode is not more so of what we're saying but what but what the word is actually yeah. saying. Because we don't want to lead anybody in the wrong direction. So, I'm going to give y'all a little earful.
0: you <laughs>
1: Okay, so, bear with me. Because I don't know if it's Colossians or Colossians. So, <laughs> all the biblically correct, like, you know, I- I'm here for the correction. So, if I'm not saying it right, just let me know. But, okay. So, it says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on... But now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these: anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have been taken, since you have been taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new, new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here and then, y'all, you know how y'all get to a certain point in the Bible, and it's like names, y'all. You <laughs> know. <laughs> Oh, I'm, you know, I'm not skipping anything. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and jump to.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> Therefore, as God's chosen chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity.
0: a <laughs> mouthful <I'm> <fool. laughs> very much mouthful so it's definitely important to make sure that we're bearing the fruits of the spirit and that we're allowing God to prune us to cut off any branch that does not bear any fruits of the spirit that's also something that we touched on in our last episode yes. like getting rid of the malice and the hate and the anger and all that just letting it go it's not yes it, and it's required that you let that stuff go because Jesus forgave and he said that he can't forgive us unless we forgive others for what they've done. That's just that's just the note to include. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. <laughs> but yes, that was a really good passage. Um, <laughs> now,
1: because <laughs> I'm going to give y'all another mouthful later. I'm, listen, you know, listen, break listen. Break it all down. You know, we got to get into trials and temptations and everything that come with coming yes. to Christ. Well,
0: go ahead and talk about that because I was going to talk about something we said we was going to say later. Okay. So you can go ahead and do your <laughs>
1: I'm about to give y'all another mouthful. <laughs> this is in James. And this is James. This is James 1. 2 to... Um, 2 all the way to 27. So I'm going to give y'all another mouthful, right? <laughs> Just sit back and enjoy. I'm telling y'all. Y'all... We're reading the Bible
0: today. Yeah. We're
1: going <laughs> scripture. church. to church. <laughs> That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wildflower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who preserves under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, right? When tempted, when tempted. Because I know we all be like, God is testing me. Let me let me tell y'all what, what I say about that. <laughs> it says when tempted God don't tempt you though. No. God
0: don't tempt Let me know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let me know. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being free by the world so a lot of people that follow christ are basing everything that they do off of religion which is like oh well my pastor said oh well i don't see anybody else doing it that's what religion is Mm -hmm. majority of the time it is okay to like you know follow stuff like that because there are certain things put in place for help but a lot of the time it comes from personal conviction and conviction is just basically it's like it's like conscious. like conviction is like if you know that you're not supposed to be doing something and you get that nudge and it's like you shouldn't be doing it or you just don't feel right doing it it's conviction you're not supposed to be doing it but when you go ahead on and do it like it tells us in the word you can't say God is tempting you when you go ahead on and you fall into it because it gives birth to sin and it don't, it don't even be what be happening. It just be us being tempted. So you can't fall into sin unless you fall into temptation. Once you fall into that temptation and you get dragged away by your own desires and all that stuff like that, then that's when sin
0: is born. And you know conviction, that's also like the warning before yeah. destruction in a sense. Like that's God's spirit, the Holy Spirit telling you don't do that or telling you don't go there, or tell you, don't say that. <laughs> like, that's God's spirit coming. That. That's the conviction. <laughs> it's telling you, it's warning you, do not do that. Because then once you do fall into that, that's another sin on your record. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's another thing. Um, But now, <laughs> I want to go ahead and touch on pretty much how god gave so we should give back it's only right
1: hold on hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> while we're still on this, the um topic of the holy spirit when you have the holy spirit you'll know because the acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality impurity debauchery idolatry and witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage selfish ambition dissensions factions and envy, basically everything we've been doing, I'm just like, dang
0: like, I walked the wrong <laughs> way <goes>
1: <laughs> drunkenness or just in the like. I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other, which is delicious.
0: Period. (laughs) Okay. But pretty much, listen to the Holy Spirit when it's telling you to do something. If you ever in a moment of sin and it's like, dang, I know I shouldn't be doing this. And you keep doing it. You keep doing it. You got to stop. And if you was looking for a sign, this is your sign. (laughs) Stop it. God wants you to stop it. He's calling you to greater stop. It's not good for you. It's really not. So, after that, with that being said, (laughs) now I want to get into how God gave for us and Jesus gave for us. So it's only right that we return a favor. Right? Right. And... Pretty much how I'm going to say this, and a lot of people may be offended, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Simply believing that there's a God or simply believing that Jesus is real is not enough.
1: It's not enough.
0: (laughs) Pin drop. You have to follow Jesus simply believing in God or Jesus is not enough. You have to pick up your cross, like we talked about earlier, and you have to follow Him. You have to deny your flesh and follow the Holy Spirit. You have to follow Jesus. You have to be in your word. You have to be in communication with the Lord. And you have to give your all for Him. And it is really, really hard, you know? But when God sees that you tried your hardest to do everything that you could to honor him and show him that he was the main priority in your life just like we were to him when he died on that cross. He died for us while we were still sinners. We were his first priority before he was even ours. Like, (laughs) for real.
1: That's the scripture though, where it says, he chose you like, I'm not paraphrasing.
0: (laughs) But no, it says that he died for us while we were still in sin. He died while we were still sinners. So it's just very important that he gave his life. He literally died for us. A gruesome death. Something we cannot even imagine. Like, he died a gruesome death for us. The, like, literally I, the most I could do in return is to die for him. And that's something I am willing to do. If somebody was to go around persecuting Christians, they was like, who do you believe in? I believe in Jesus. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we're, we're just, God just wants us to return a favor. That's it. He just wants us to return the favor. It's that simple. Give your life to him like he gave to you. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have okay. eternal life. Mm-hmm. But believing, it also includes trusting in him and being obedient in his word. You believe in the words that he's saying, then you're going to follow it. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> another thing I wanted to touch on is we kind of already touched on this already, but just being lukewarm, kind of being one foot in, one foot out you don't really know if you want to go all in with it, you don't really know if you just want to leave it alone completely, and a lot of people, honestly, and I used to be one of these people they did it too, like, y'all. yeah We, I feel like we all were at some point, like, before we made that leap before we made that jump, we were in that season, like, okay, like, uh um, and that's what happens with a lot of people, but when you're at a point where you're one foot in and one foot out, you're really like, that conviction, it hits you left and right and left and right and left and right. And it
1: right. don't hit you, it slap you. Uh, Yo. It, it you. slap you.
0: It kicks you. It do it beats you up. With his though? it slap. <laughs> it slaps. No, that was Cordy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like. You're in this season, you're foot in, you're foot out. And what I realized is that a lot of people, they don't really jump in because they don't like the feeling of conviction. Yeah. Or they don't like being corrected.
1: They don't like being wrong.
0: Yeah, they don't like being, and ultimately it's pride. Yeah. It's pride. And honestly, pride, it, it's going to take you on, um, pride is not good just we must that's why it's required that we humble ourselves we humble ourselves before the Lord and we submit to him because when we try to just do things on our own it's not it never turns out good because we know nothing but God knows everything that's that's good for us you know so just putting your life inside of his hands completely instead of being one foot in and one foot out that is going to be the better decision for you at the end of the day and even Jesus even Jesus said even Jesus said, and he told us this because he loves us and he wants us to make the decision. He says in Revelation 3:16, so because you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. That's really that's a really scary verse for somebody who's one foot in and one foot out. And don't know if they going to give their all to Jesus or not.
1: Let me just say, the scariest scripture is depart from me. The par-
0: <laughs> That's a lot <laughs> gonna, of them. I'm going to fall out. <laughs> Many are called, but few are chosen. That's one of them too. <laughs> like, God can call you to something. And you can do the work. Be like, Lord, Lord, didn't we do there? But still like choose, Right. And you honored me with your lips, but your heart was far from me.
1: You said that you loved me. You say, oh, God is good. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed. Uh- you pushing people down behind alleys.
0: That alignment wasn't there. You gotta so, live Listen, and we are encouraging y'all. We are telling y'all this because y'all need to know. Like, this is so important. We are not saying this to condemn. We are not saying this to make it seem like we on a high horse or none of that. Because we too are still sinners. We are not perfect. Jesus was the only perfect person to ever walk this earth. But we're telling y'all this because it took us to know this information in order to be transformed, you know? It took Jesus coming into our life and us accepting him for us to be transformed. And so with us knowing the good that he is, the good that he does, how how he can really change your life, change your mindset, change your heart, like in just the fulfillment that you get from serving a God, who is just that good the one true living God the way the truth and the life that is who we serve like we know the fulfillment that comes from it and so we would be in the wrong if we didn't tell y'all this stuff (laughs) like really so it's not out of a condemning place or trying to make y'all feel bad it's telling y'all the truth and what needs to be done what is required like you have to make a decision
1: who are you going to start with? I was just
0: going to say it. Choose this day. Who Choose
1: this day. <laughs> Period. And when you do, because this is a scripture that I know I live off of. Because I don't always just, there are some moments where I know I could be doing a little bit more. Just yeah. anything like that. And I never want to come from a place like I'm perfect. Because let me just tell y'all, it'd be some things that I'd be doing that I know for a fact. You should, you know, you shouldn't even be doing it. So, and we was just
0: talking about this. Yeah. Like, I've been working on overeating and like just chilling out. Like, when I'm done, I'm done. Put <laughs> it But continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I'm done, I'm done. Push the plate away.
1: <laughs> but in one Thessalonians four eleven to twelve, I think this is on my Instagram too. In one Thessalonians four eleven to twelve, it says, "And to make it your ambition." Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders, and so you will not be dependent on anybody. Make it your ambition. And because me, yeah, like I said earlier, you should be doing a little bit more but I think my life is more like so in the quiet like I like to be in the background so sometimes I don't always like say things to people that I know I probably should say that's like encouraging or something like that and I there are things like you'd be like dang I should have said that or I could have said that so just make it your ambition to just be chill mind your own business (laughs) and get what you need to get done and don't be lukewarm. <laughs> don't, don't be lukewarm. Let me make get a choice. Y'all. Make a choice. Choose this day who me will serve.
0: But uh, yeah. yeah, in Christianity there is no middle ground. No, it's either black or it's white. There's no gray area. We're not
1: talking about races, y'all.
0: No, 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 no. We're not talking about Where the color of skin. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I should have said red or blue. <laughs> It's either red or blue. There's no, no purple, purple scheme. <laughs> you could have said orange. In blue. <laughs> it's red or blue, y'all. There's no purple. There's no mix. <laughs> you can't be like, well, I mean, you can't be like, well, I'm a Christian. I serve the Lord. And then you know that you're not supposed to be doing something. And you still doing it. You know that you're not supposed to be doing it.
1: I'm so guilty.
0: Yeah. Now, sometimes it's different if you don't know. Because like once you know, then that's when you correct. Once somebody tells you and tries to help you, then that's when you correct. Once you get in your word and figure out, oh, I need to stop doing that, that's when you correct. But if you know better, y'all, when you know better, you do better. <laughs> when you know better, you do better.
1: See, I just have to get myself together because a song that I used to listen to actually
0: set that lyric in. <laughs> and I was gonna
1: sing the song. But I'm not gonna do.
0: <laughs> But um okay. So, we also wanted to talk about the. This is a very important topic. Jesus' return. His resurrection, the second coming, as many may know it.
1: Um, and then we're going to do repentance after
0: that. We talked about repentance. We did? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, y'all. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just go with oh, am So,
1: Psalms 51 is a good. Um, Psalm 51 is a good passage to go read. Um, It is something that I try to recite every night before I go to sleep because you, yeah, you repent in the morning and stuff like that, but there is a whole 24 hours. So you may do something for the whole 24 hours. And that prayer that you prayed in the morning is not going to cover you. And I'm not saying that God can't cover you because he does, but you have to be in constant Constant repentance repentance. because we're constantly doing something. So Psalm 51 is a really good one to maybe pray over the nighttime and stuff like that, memorizing the Lord's prayer for the morning time, making sure that you pray in the morning and pray at night if these, if you want to get on your walk and stuff like that, which is really encouraged. So just a few scriptures that are from Psalms 51 is, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me against you. You only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justify when you judge. Surely I was sim- sim- Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place, and it basically just keeps on going on. It's like deliver me from guilt. Um, created me a pure heart O oh God and renew a steadfast spirit within me do not cast your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me, then I will teach transgressors your way so that sinners will turn back to you, so basically that's just a really good one to read yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. okay so talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ, I did have two scriptures that I wanted to share with y'all The first one is Matthew 16, 27 in the NIV version. And it says, For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels and then he will reward each person according according to what they have done. So, Jesus, not only was he once here before, right now he is seated at the right hand of God in heaven, in God's dwelling place. So, there's going to be a day and it's coming very, very soon where Jesus is going to come back and he's going to reap he's gonna reap the harvest (laughs) he's gonna reap the harvest um and he's going to reap those who are prepared he's going to take those up with him who have been following him who have been obedient who have really showed their love for him um and then the second verse was going is about being ready it is Matthew 24:44 in the NIV version. It says, "So you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him." So, he he hasn't told us when he's going to come back, but we know that it's going to be very, very soon. So, we just encourage y'all to go ahead and get y'all walk started or become um become try to become more mature in your walk, even if that means praying a little bit longer or praying more often. Or reading a couple more verses a day like just memorizing, meditating on the word we encourage y'all to try to strengthen your relationship with Christ because your relationship of, with Christ is so important, it's very important Um yeah. <laughs> yeah it's very important and we are living in the end times I didn't want to exclude We are living in the end times, Um, and what we're going through right now is evident that there's a lot of crazy stuff happening, and it's not going to get any better, (laughs) unfortunately. It's not going to get any better. It's only going to get worse because we are living in the beginning of birth pains. Jesus described the time that we're living in as the beginning of birth pains. There are going to be many, many signs and many, many warnings that come before destruction Um. yeah that's what I have to say on that so just make sure overall we just want to make sure that we told y'all the gospel okay the real true gospel that we provided the scripture to um, use as evidence to what we are telling y'all like the gospel that is the root of that is the foundation of your relationship that is the foundation of Christianity in itself. So, so it's just put your faith in Jesus Christ. Follow him. And did you have anything else to say? Because I want to say a prayer out of Ephesians.
1: Um. <laughs> no I, don't, I wasn't saying nothing else.
0: Okay so. To wrap this up. I'm going to say a prayer. From Ephesians 3. So you yeah, know, Let's get into it. I pray that I of his So thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> I know this episode was a bit longer, but we got y'all have to get it. good. we now
1: because at the end of the day, if you know something, um, <clears throat> if you know something that can benefit somebody, always share it. Mm-hmm. I know you may be scared or anything like that, but. That it could just be any type of encouraging message, but always get it out because at the end of the day, people are always gonna look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. people are always gonna look at you like you're trying to be judgmental, like mm-hmm. people probably gonna look at us and be like they
0: trying to force their revenge on us, and we're it's not a choice that you make,
1: but I mean, say what you're gonna say, but you know just to come out of a place of love,
0: we had to share. This <laughs> with we absolutely had to. <laughs> So, oh. I, think, I think that wraps us up. Wraps uh, up thanks for listening, y'all. And our next episode is going to be a good one. I don't even know what the show is going to be about. Nah. No. You know what the <laughs> Our next one is going to be good. The
1: girlies are going to fight us.
0: <laughs> okay, y'all <go. laughs> We just know some people going to be mad. Control, but or
1: delete. But.
0: Some people going to be mad, but even just, even Jesus offended people. Nope. Not on purpose, <laughs> but out of the truth. Okay, he told the truth, and the that's truth what we got gonna... to set you free. All right, y'all. We I think it. we're now. <laughs> no, for real. Okay, we did it y'all. For real, but we love y'all. Be Make a blessing. Christ Be with y'all.
1: Always be a blessing to others, and catch your blessings because you're here for a reason.
0: Period. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>